Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. What's up? What's up? We got par- uh, COVID noia in our house. COVID noia. Yeah. My daughter... Gets strep throat quite frequently, once a year maybe. I, I had the same thing growing up. We've all had vaccines, aside from Vince, who's 10. He'll get his. But Saturday morning she had a, a sore throat, and we didn't want her to have strep throat because that gets really nasty. And so we had COVID noia. Well, we didn't, but the doctors did. We went to MedExpress, and I'm a fan. MedExpress rocks. They see you fast. They have great, they're very professional. The pricing's fair. They have um, the prescriptions there. I'm cool with it. I've been there a hundred times. But we both had colds. Colds. But the first thing the doctor said was, man, you know, these are symptoms of uh, COVID. And they took COVID testing. And it's negative, but we're in this world now where you've got COVID noia. And I tell you, um, even with a vaccine, I have talked to five folks. I'm not trying to make you COVID noia, COVID noid. I know five folks that have had the vaccine and got sick, got COVID, but did not get deathly ill. But COVID noia has set in. So I have this cold and I don't have COVID, but. You start having those symptoms, you're like, oh, man, I'm going to be that guy. I'm not. In my life, I have rarely thought I was going to die, which is kind of ridiculous to say, right, because most people don't. Even when I was in intensive care uh, with cancer, I think I was too drugged up too out of it to think I could die. I think. I didn't have time to reflect on my mortality or the fact that people with cancer die until after I was well or better, maybe even a year later. And I've been thinking of this a lot lately because my son's godfather, uh, Rob, who I am very close with, has been insanely sick. We have been freaking out about it um, for a hundred reasons. He's young, a 49, father of four, has never been hospitalized, takes care of himself, careful. In fact, his business is set up to rid schools and buildings of COVID. So he kind of gets it. We thought, we worried that Rob could die. He disappeared. He always texts me. We text a lot. Stupid stuff. Funny stuff, cynical stuff, Republican stuff, conservative stuff, media stuff, 
were both idiots and commentators. And he fell off the radar, and I said, man, what, what's up with Rob? I haven't heard from him, which is very unusual. Next thing I knew, he was hospitalized with COVID. And the last month has been an insane roller coaster. He has been so sick, ICU critical condition. The doctors told his wife to say her goodbyes. Seriously. It was hell, man. I have not been this stressed about someone being sick since my parents died and watching that happen. He is home. And by the way, he was so sick, we couldn't talk to him. He was that sick. He was so sick if he spoke two words, he would have a coughing seizure. It's that bad. And he's home and he's getting healthy. And this is the first time anyone in the public, and a lot of folks have reached out about Rob. This is the first time anyone in the public has heard from him. And I wanted to grab him for a few minutes this morning. My brother, how are you? Hey, Marty. Good to hear from you. Good to talk to you. This is the first time, and we talk all the time, we text all the time. This is the first time we've talked in, is it six weeks or seven weeks? Since uh, mid-April. Mid-April. Yeah, we probably would have talked in early April because mid-April, April 13th was when I started feeling lousy. And, And in case you folks, I use him on the show all the time because he's an expert in both daycare and uh, COVID, sanitizing buildings, and he doesn't talk this way. Are you struggling to speak this morning, my man? Um, today's the best day uh, I've had um, in a long time. In a yesterday long, was the best. Yesterday in a, was the best. Day. In yeah, a long so time. Was, yeah, in a long time. Um, yeah, yesterday was really, I think, the first day uh, Natalie had noticed my wife that. Um, I was, I was speaking a little stronger. Hey, kind of tell me your mental state, because you heard me talking about, I was worried you could die. That never crossed your mind, did it, sir? No, never once. Why? Um, I don't know. Um, when I was listening to you just a few minutes ago. I think that could have been part of it. Um, What you were saying about you not thinking about it could have been everything I was on. Um, I was very focused on breathing, which may sound weird, but when that's all doctors and nurses are talking about is having to keep get oxygen to a certain level, you literally sit there thinking about breathing. So, you know, Natalie's been filling me in on things from over the past six weeks. Um, Some of it's hard to hear, but, you know, I wasn't all there, I mean, cognitively. Um, But, yeah, my focus was breathing. It wasn't, am I going to die? Um, I really didn't think about it at all. Breathing was that hard, though. The, the the first text I received from you was, can't breathe, right? Yeah. It was Literally thinking, breathe in, 
inhale through your nose, exhale through your mouth. Inhale, like literally thinking that with every breath. Rob, did you send me a text that you would stare at the clock and just focusing on the clock and breathing, sir? Yeah, for hours. For hours? Yeah. Hang in there, man. I'm going to take a break. Rob Kenya. As you can tell, I'm not pushing him to have long uh, sentences and long conversations. I'm not intentionally interrupting him, but I don't want him to have to exert himself and have a coughing seizure, a coughing fit, coughing convulsions. It's that difficult. Remember, he's six weeks in, young guy, very healthy, never been hospitalized, ever. And here we are. Rob Kenya, uh, my son's godfather, has... Uh, it was in critical ICU with COVID. Father of four, wife had it. You know, life uh, comes at you in the strangest ways, but uh, him and his wife, both in the same room with COVID. And I uh, scared the hell out of us, man. Oh, I, I have not been this troubled uh, in a long time. Uh, we love them. Um, And Rob is a kind of a crazy um, family guy. We have this uncanny commonality in that we're a little bit obsessive about just hanging with our families. So we're limited in terms of our social engagement. So we laugh about it and so do our wives. Rob, is it fair? Your entire family, your kids, your wife, you all had COVID, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, we went through the, the whole house. Um, Natalie and I were a few days away from getting our vaccines. And uh, I believe it was all on the same day, which was right before I really started to not feel well. Um, All three schools that the four kids are in had called with updates that there had been cases and things like that. So um, the kids, you know, all, had some symptoms as well. Hey, Rob, um, give our listeners kind of the play-by-play as to how this began and when you really knew that you were in trouble. Um, so I think it was like April 13th. Um, wasn't feeling well. I was actually in Columbus, Ohio, uh, heading home. But the symptoms were similar to the week earlier when I was in Columbus. Um, and I'd noticed a lot of pollen on my car. So I thought it was just some spring allergies. But uh, Wednesday through Friday, constant contact with my primary care physician. Uh, you've had him on your show, Dr. McIsaac. Um, and uh, just started to, um, over that weekend, really notice I'm not getting better. And... You know, I'm one of those people that really doesn't get sick. So to not get better quickly from any any symptom was, was you know, where it started to get concerning. And, you know, Natalie really noticed that uh, even more than I did. So she started getting concerned. And to be honest with you, then that whole week at home uh, is really a blur. Um, that's where, you know, the oxygen levels started to decrease. And Natalie and uh, 
Dr. McIsaac started talking about going in for some chest x-rays or, you know, when should we go to the emergency room or, or whatever. And I think it was that, that Friday we had to call an ambulance. <coughs> you okay? Yeah, I'm good. Did you ever imagine you'd be in this situation where I'm talking to you and you kind of struggle just to speak? Is, is this a bit surreal for you, Rob? You know me. So, yeah. 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 Uh, Rob having trouble to speak is uh, is pretty weird. Um, in the hospital itself, the most difficult aspect of it, what was the most difficult aspect uh, in ICU for you personally? Uh, being separated from Natalie. Your wife? We've never been apart. We met at 20 years old at Pitt. Um, so she was released, I believe, after, excuse me, six days. And I think I was in COVID for another almost week. And that was the longest we'd ever been apart. And then when I went back in, uh, she couldn't visit me in ICU. So those two stints, um, being apart from her, um, obviously not seeing the kids, texting my sons about, you know, making their final college decisions and things. It was all awful, but um, not seeing Natalie every day. Uh, I've been with her longer than... I've not known her. So uh, for me, uh, that was definitely the hardest part. Are you um, shocked by what this has done to your body? Yeah. Why? Yeah, you know, um, physical therapy would come in and bring a walker Mm. uh, once I was out of the ICU, and we would go for a walk. And I had somebody holding me up while I'm using a walker on oxygen, you know, pulling all these tubes and IVs with me to, to try to walk. And it's amazing, you know, a few days off of your feet, um, how much you can lose, you know, so, you know, it's, you know, being fragile like this, um, it's just a very weird sensation um, being wobbly, you know, when you walk and, and things like that. Um, it's uh, the whole thing is is crazy. Hey, Rob, um, I'm going to take a break. We're going to call yeah. you back. Call us back at 935 so you don't have to sit on the phone. All right. No problem. Are you OK to still do this? Yeah. All right, man. Talking to my boy, uh, Rob Kenya, um, entrepreneur, family guy, family guy, uh, first and foremost was in critical condition, ICU uh, with COVID, has kind of been out of it for six weeks plus. And he's barely able to talk. And I've been pushing and prodding him because I think, well, a lot of folks wanted to hear from him. Rob, you, you there, buddy? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. I wanted to ask the obvious. Uh, this text from Billy, did he take it seriously before he got sick? Did you take it seriously before you got sick? Um, I would say yes. I mean, you know, our kids are right now uh, 12 years old through 18. So we went to school. 
We went to work. They played sports. We wore masks. We, you know, weren't out doing crazy things. But, um, you know, we lived over a year of the pandemic um, as normal a life as possible. Um, I think probably similar to a lot of people. I haven't, I haven't seen my parents as much as I'd like to. Um, you know, things like that because the kids were in school. So worried about visiting my parents because the kids are in school and could they be carriers or anything? Um, so yeah, I think we took it, um, serious. I, I wasn't a conspiracy theorist or denier. You no, and I no. talk a lot. I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I'm not, you know, um, um, uh, I, I don't think, you know, we shouldn't be wearing masks or, or things. I might complain, but, but no, um, I think I took it, um, serious enough, but, uh, you know, it hit me. Um, so, you know, I, I know there was, I was asked by a lot of people, why didn't you have the vaccine yet? Yeah. A lot of people wanted to blame you. You know this, right? The cause, yeah. yeah, the angst, the, oh, he deserved this. He's an anti-vaxxer. Go ahead, Rob, jump in there. No, it, I, I think it's weird that in Pennsylvania, which did not distribute the vaccine very well. No. Um, I believe we were in the 40s out of 50 states with distribution, um, that there was criticism that somebody didn't have a vaccine yet. So... I know it's damn easy now to get one, but um, I now he was telling me that we were like three days away from getting our vaccine yeah. um, when when the um, symptoms when I really went downhill yeah. and we knew it was COVID, and so obviously then too late to get the vaccine. But um, you know, most of the people I know that got it, and I think I texted this to you, went to Ohio to get it. That's right. And my wife did. Yeah. So, you know, um, we were kind of in the mind frame now and I, you know, we'll wait our turn. Um, and if that takes a few more weeks, yeah, it's a few more weeks to learn about the vaccines and know which one we may want to try and get and things like that. So weren't anti-vax or not planning to get it, just kind of waiting our turn and getting ready for it. And like I said, in our case, I mean, it was a matter of days. Hey, Rob, you've had some horrendous physical issues. You sent me a text that had me in tears, man. This coughing seizures. I mean, it was that bad, right? Yeah. Um, you know, and, and you know, you've been in ICU. <coughs> A doctor comes in or a nurse comes in, they ask you a question, and you try and say one or two words, and then you cough for 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. <coughs> you okay? Yeah, I'm good. Um, long term. Uh, one of the things that really was upsetting to us, myself and my wife, obviously we're all very close, was the scar tissue in your lungs. Are you concerned about 
the long-term damage, sir? Um, yeah. Um. Rob? Rob? Are you there? Rob, are you there? Spectacular, but nobody knows. You know, nobody knows. They've seen so many different things, so many different things happen after release. You know, one of my docs, who was very optimistic and friendly and everything, and I'd see four doctors every day, um, was like, hey, don't be upset if, you know, you're back here next week. Uh, what? Because we just, we just don't know. Next um, week? It, so, God. you know, hearing, you know, you're going to meet with a lung transplant specialist yeah. in four weeks, regardless of how you're, you feel. Um, yeah, that's, that's concerning for, you know, long-term stuff. Um, but, but again, some of this is just part of protocol yeah. because there are just no patterns. Um, on the recovery side of COVID. They can't say that in a month I'm going to be feeling great, lungs lungs are in great shape, things like that, or that, you know, I'm going to, you know, require something. Hey, I got to keep you one more segment. Can you hang? Sorry. Can you, can you come back one more segment? Yeah. All right. I want to talk to him about the response to him being ill. Um, Senators, congressmen, um, doctors, um, business owners. Rich Fitzgerald just texted me. So glad to hear Rob's voice. The outpouring of support has been insane. And uh, it keeps you going. And uh, Rob deserves all of it. But I wanted to do this today because I want you to understand the magnitude of this virus and the damage and the intensity. and the Rob Kenya has been kind enough to join me. This is the first time I've talked to him. Seriously, when he said hello on the air this morning, it's the first time I've heard his voice in almost two months. I, uh, we text a lot, but he disappeared from texting and I was concerned. Then I heard, I got a two-word text from him on a Saturday. I'll never forget. He said, can't breathe. It it scared the crap out of me. I got to talk to him about the the kindness of strangers and the greatness of folks. You have to be um, overwhelmed by the response to your illness, uh, Congressman, uh, senators uh, texting me, Rich Fitzgerald, uh, press folks. Uh, there's been an overwhelming support. I- is it gratifying? Are you shocked? Are you surprised? Um, I think overwhelming would be the best word. Um, Natalie and I talk about it. It's probably the thing we talk about second. The second thing we talk about the most is how amazing people have been. I remember... One of the things I, I remember early when I was first in the COVID wing, right after the ambulance took me, you were texting me, what do you need? We'll come over, take care of the kids. Do you need, you know, it was a text just saying, you know, anything. Yeah. And I found out Natalie was on her way in. Um, you know, I went by ambulance. My son brought Natalie a couple hours later. And again, I'm not thinking. Like, we have four kids at home. Um, and I remember seeing your text 
and around the same time, Alex calling me uh, my best friend from high school, Michael Manganero, was already at our house. Mm. He dropped everything, just went to the house. Him and his wife, Patsy Ann, their kids are in college. Um, they lived at our house the mm. whole time Mel and I were both in. Mm. Drove the kids to school every day, cooked meals, did laundry. I mean, he worked from our house uh, for a week. So I'm looking at your text trying to think, what the hell's going to... And I'm not thinking clearly. And it's already taken care of. Yeah. You know, so talk about overwhelming. Um, yeah, it's uh, it was... Um, it's hard to fathom the generosity and the kindness of of people, um, but we've just been very blessed, um, especially you know with our friends and our you know Mara and you know your sister Sandy mm. who was so helpful with Natalie. Um, you know she's such a great nurse, um, but it was you checking in every day uh it was it just meant so much because i I couldn't think about it yeah so it was just great knowing you know my wife was telling me like meals are showing up every day uh and she wasn't even coordinating it so i would say overwhelming is the best way to describe it my brother i can't be more grateful i love you man uh, take a break. I know you have a Zoom call. He's running two businesses while he's this sick. Uh, hang in there, my man. Thank you so much for doing this, Rob. Anytime, Marty. All right, man. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.